I'm Megan Mitchell. This is my co-host, John Morrison, and you, yeah, you, <laughs> are listening to the True North Racing Podcast. Time to strap in, pull those belts, and get ready for an action-packed episode of the True North Racing Podcast. Are you ready to unmask? Uh, I mean unhelmet your favorite racers get ready for the most fun you'll have outside the racetrack to get you ready for the next race you're listening to john morrison and megan mitchell and this is the true north racing podcast Welcome back to a new week of the True North, the racing podcast brought to you by Joe and me. Or no, it's brought to you by Vision 20 Studios. Uh, I'm your host, John Morrison. Joining me, or actually not joining me. Jesus, I'm already off my game, you guys. Uh, as per usual, Megan Mitchell uh, is uh, usually is with us, but unfortunately she's not. Um, she had uh, some, some awful, something happened during lunch and she's, she hasn't been feeling well since. So Megan, get 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 uh, feel better, and hopefully uh, we'll see you back next week. Um, I uh, Jesus, you know what, guys? I completely forget how to start this dang show. Um, so yeah, uh, th- this past weekend we uh, we're, we're just gonna jump into it. This past weekend, I was over at Flamborough Speedway with the Young Drivers Canadian Modifieds. Uh, we were out. We hit our midway point of the season last night. It it was a pretty good race. Um, we there was. Do we have any accents? I don't think the first one we did. No, first one I don't think we did. Second one maybe. Second we had a couple incidences, but uh, overall pretty good. Pretty good races. Um, I couldn't complain. Uh, it was good to see. Um. Jessica James and Joey Woolsey both made huge improvements. Jessica finished on the lead lap in the first feature. I was, I was, I was really happy for that for that team. Um, you know, it, it, we we seen some really good battles, and uh, yeah, there was it was it was a really good night last night. Though I was with Jay Pepin in the number forty three from the CVMs. He was out. Uh, it was wow one day painting night for the young drivers can even modifies. Um and they put on a pretty good show. Uh he put on a pretty good show. Uh we're gonna have a full vlog up for him. Hopefully by the time you guys listen to this, it'll be a couple days. So I'm hoping this week, sometime after you guys hear this, we'll have the vlog up. Uh I didn't get a chance to talk to him too much. He, it, unfortunately, but we we did get both features in. I think one camera actually was down. Um, I thought it was operating. It wasn't. Uh, I I don't know. I haven't gone and checked the footage yet. At the time of this recording, I have not updated uploaded the footage yet. So, you know, you guys might be as surprised as I am to see what 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 goes on here. But uh, we have um. So tonight on the show, we will have the driver number eighty four from the Young Drivers Can't Even Modifieds, Jeremy Barton, joining us. Jeremy has been racing uh on and off with the club for the past couple of seasons. For that, I've been working with the club. Uh, he has also dipped his toes onto the dirt side. So I'm excited to learn about more about that, the, his deal with Thorn Racing on running a dirt mini stock. And uh, yeah, we're going to we're gonna have a lot of fun with that. Before we bring him in, I do want to touch base a little bit 
if you guys are watching us here on YouTube or uh, can see us on Spotify, because we uh, we upload these videos every week to Spotify, so you guys can watch us right from Spotify if you guys choose to. I don't, I don't know if you guys like listening to us or watching us, but either way, you guys get entertained. But as you guys can see, we have our new True North Racing Podcast t-shirts. Here you can see the little badge here on the back side. We got a nice big design. We are still taking orders if you guys would like a Joe Media Driver t-shirt, a True North Racing Podcast t-shirt, or one of our supporter t-shirts. Please reach out to us. I'm going to throw them up here real quick. And then you guys can uh, take a look. Uh, reach out to us. We'll 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 put an order still, and uh, we'll get you guys rocking some uh, True North Racing Podcast gear as well as uh, um, Joe Media stuff. And you know, it all, all like I said, all guys, all the money that we rec- we get from here goes right back into it and try to in, into trying to build this into a, into a really great project. And uh, we're just we're just having some fun here. We thank everyone who supports us each and every week, and and you know it's it's we wouldn't do this without y'all, and and we we appreciate the crap out of you guys. Um, I feel like I would have a lot more, but it's always so weird now just talking to myself essentially, and and I wish I kind of was able to reach out to a couple guys and see if they wouldn't mind coming on for the night, but uh, I don't really have too much else to say besides uh, just catching you guys up on on some of that stuff, so uh what do you guys i think it's time so before we bring in jeremy barton let's have a quick word from presenting sponsor vision 20 studios you're diving into vision 20 editing new company with their services providing video editing to get your video perfect and exactly the way you guys are looking for they also do audio mastering where they're going to take your audio and make it crisp and clear they're bringing your vision to life that is right at Vision 20 Editing. We want to make sure that your vision comes to life in the way you want it. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Vision 20 Studios. Now let's get back to the True North Racing Podcast. Joining us this week on the True North Racing Podcast is the driver, the number 84, young driver, Vintage Modified, Jeremy Barton. Jeremy, how are you, man? Good, yourself? I'm doing not bad, man. Uh, how was uh, how's your weekend? It's been eventful. Um, race last night and... There's some unfortunate events that happened, and I want to apologize for some of the actions I did on track, and I want to better myself and look past all this. Yeah, the uh, so last night we were we were all at Flamborough. We uh, it was uh, meet the drivers night. How did that go for you? You have a lot of people stop by. Yeah, I had a few people, not many, but I had a few. It was it was awesome hanging out the stickers and the hero cards. I never really got to do that because I started in 2016 and I didn't really have hero cards then in 2017. I had them, but like every chance we got it, meet the drivers, it was either it rained out or we weren't there. So I was happy to finally get one under my belt. I, I'm more upset because I didn't get a chance to stop by. Yeah. Every time I walked by you, you were already busy. Yeah. So I'm like, that's yeah. Damn it. I wanted to pick up one of your stickers so I could get it on the back of the car. So, uh, <laughs> next time I'm out, I'll have to stop by and see if you got any and pick one up from you. I I can definitely save you one. I got I got Beauty. a lot. Thanks to the sponsor, I got a lot. Uh, so going back to so you you kind of touched on a little bit there. We're gonna go yeah, back I, to uh when you first got started racing here. 
So, where do you want me to start the family, or do you want me to start with myself? Well, I, you know what? You are probably one of the best legacy so, guys to really talk about. So, yeah. So, how racing kind of really started in my family is funny. Was my grand so my grandfather moved down from Minden when he was sixteen years old, and he started renting a house next to my grandmother. They met, and then one night, my grandmother was like, "Well, why don't we go to the car races like at C and E, where where actually BMO Field is? That used to be the C and E." And my grandpa's like, "No, no, why would I want to go watch some guys run race these cars in circles?" And so they ended up going and. Two or three months later, came home with a car. <laughs> so started with that, and then I think my uncle. So I think Brian got his car, and then and I want to say my dad got his, and then Uncle Steve got his later on. Um, but Dad kind of really he went he stayed with the hobby cars for a lot or I not how many years, but at least a couple, and then he kind of went down to run the modifieds with the, I think it was, I don't know if it was ROC back then or if it was something else, but he went, he went down to run the mods. Okay. And then my, then my brother was born and then I was born. And then he's like, I don't, I don't want to race. Cause he's like, that was back when, you know, racers were getting, you know, getting hurt more because safety was just starting to come out. So he, he, he hung up the helmet. And then that's when I was like, it was like between me and my brother and like, I loved racing and I, I will always love racing to death. And I remember we got my first, my first go-kart or no, we bought, I raced at Cameron's for couple, couple of years. And then like, that was a ride and drive kind of thing. And then we moved on to like go run at w, WRKC. And from there we just grew and, if you're looking to get into karting or racing, WRKC is one of the best family tracks. Like you're, everyone's there to help. Like everyone's the nicest people there. No one argues. No one fights. It's it's all about the kids, and it's that's that's what's amazing about that club is everyone there is doing it for their kids because the kids love racing, and they want to go somewhere. Yeah. That's awesome. Like I, yeah. I unfortunately I never got to know too too much about the WRKC, besides from when like yeah. essentially they came into Flamborough, and then I, that's pretty much all I know of them. Yeah. So uh, when I started, they were, I, they weren't. They didn't just start. Like they've been around for years and years. But when I started, there was like it was a lot of competition. Like the Collisons were there every week, just winning. And I remember going, going home one day, and I was just telling my dad, like, "How can I race with like the Collisons and all?" And everyone was running up front. And he's like, "Well, we, you got to get better." And from there, I just was like, "All right, let's let's keep this going." And then it was twenty. 2016 it was in december the 28th i think it was we already we bought a mini stock because i was going to go run mini stocks at flamborough we actually the car that i was going to run for wade thorne this year was actually my car back in 2016 and then 
we sold it back to I, I can't remember who it was, but we sold it back to them. And then Wade got it. He sent me a photo. I'm like, hey, that's my little car. <laughs> and then I remember that that night we were we were sitting in Florida because my grandparents loved Daytona. They loved going down there. And my grandpa's like, offer the guy this this for the car. At the time, I'm like, I'm just so young. And I was like, okay. So I texted, I called him, called dad, and I was like, Grandpa wanted me to tell you this. And 10 minutes later, dad called me back or texted me back. I don't even remember now. And he was like, yeah, he said, yeah. And then when, well, after after he said, yeah, my grandpa was like, go look up the 36 CVM. So I looked it up and I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm going from a mini stock to an open wheel car. And I was like, I love open wheel cars, but I was like, I didn't think I'd get the chance right then and there. Yeah. But it was, it was kind of, I was excited when I first got the car because I was just, I, I like, I just loved racing so much. I'd go down the shop and I just, I just work on it. And then for 20 minutes, I just, I just sit in the car and just be like, this, like, I'm doing this. Like, this is, this is happening. And then I go out first night, and unfortunately, I I was new to it, and like I was used to the cart where you hit the brake and like stop, and then you kind of roll it in and go. It's just same as same as a, every other car, but I I was at a stage where like okay, I'm gonna hold the brake, and then I kept sliding, sliding, and then I was like okay, I, why am I not stopping? And I hit the wall, and I was kind of mad at myself, but then I then I looked back and I was like okay, this is the first night. I can't get too mad at myself. And then that's when I was like, okay, what's better myself. So each week I just kept getting better and better. Like we, that was a year where the CBMs kept traveling. Like they'd go to Solid, Delaware. Oh, yeah. I don't know what, what was the other track? They went to three. Was sunset? I, it might've been Sunset. I can't remember the schedule back. Then. It might've been Sunset or it might've been Peterborough, but I don't think we've been to Peterborough in years. Since I've so been, I where I, since I've been a part of the club, we haven't traveled. So, okay, yeah, we um we only ran in Flamborough because we were like, this is this is close to home. We're yeah. just trying to build because like I don't want to go to Delaware on a, on like my first year and be like, this is like Daytona, like <laughs> like I don't know what I do. <laughs> but it's a big that, track. Just, it scares you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I just kept learning and learning. And then finally, we, I think it was 2018, we started to travel. And I went to Delaware. I'm like, this is my favorite track. I just, I love it. Because you're you're always, you're constantly open wheel and you're on the brake. And then you're halfway through the corner. You're like, coming off. You're like, this is, this is kind of wild. But it's, it's, it's never fun when you have fresh set of tires that you haven't worked in. And you go into turn one, you're like, I am two feet from the wall. This is not this is not good. No, that is not a good time at all. No. no. Um at you you're covering a lot. We want to rein it back a little bit so we can keep, so yeah, we cover more. Absolutely. Um you're doing a great job. I love this. this is so I love it when I don't have to lead anyone. Um it makes yeah. my job a hell of a lot easier. I want to get back yeah. to you. So you said you got the 36 CVM. That was uh Glenn that Shirt. was Rick Sure. Rick Sure, that's sorry. No, yeah, Rick. Rick. Yeah, Rick Sure. Glenn, Glenn was his was his father. 
Yes, Glenn was his father, who actually ran in the club. Yeah, he ran around the time of my grandfather, and that's kind of where the '84 came from. Was my grandfather was '84, and then he moved to, I think it was Montreal, for two or three years with his job, and then he quit, and he started up B and B. So when he, by the time he came back, you'll see all these photos of '85. That was after he he moved back. Okay, because I think. I think one of the Shaws took 84. It was one of the Shaws or someone else took 84. But that's why he had to go to 85. Okay. And then my Uncle Brian was five. Dad was 25. And Steve, I think Steve was 05. If if I remember correctly, Steve's 05. I can always go back through some records I have and see see what I can find. I should know this, but we just we have so many numbers in the family it's 84 for grandpa 25 for dad five for steve i think it was oh or sorry oh five was steve and five was brian then my brother he ran cards for a little bit and he was 60 because i i don't know why he chose 60 i think he he's a big bubba wallace fan like he loves bubba and you know he's he's gotten a lot of people like we went to Charlotte and he's got a lot of people looking at him and it's like you're there to have fun you're there to race like let's just keep everything out of this like go have fun and that's that's the key is you never want to go to a race angry and you never want to go come out of it with a a wrecked race car because then you're you're mad at someone you're mad at yourself it's just never fun oh yeah uh, and and that's all a part of the game as well. Like we, and, we, yeah. I, I I would say we, but I'm not a driver yet. But <laughs> you guys, yet. not yet. Hey, I got a ride lined up this year, so we gotta get you in a CVM. You do all this work. We gotta get you. In <laughs> you know what? I would love to so much because I think it would give me, give my background a hell of a lot more experience. Yeah, <laughs> I I've oh, watched yeah. you guys for religiously for three years now. Yeah. I know quite a bit, but at the same time, like, I look at some of you guys and it's like, the hell How do you just do there? <laughs> See, that's my yeah. biggest fear with these CVMs is because the window opening isn't all that big. And I feel <laughs> like what one of you guys, I I know one of you guys would play a prank and just like set yeah. a thing no, of butter, are... right? You guys would set yeah. butter on top of the car. Don't... Yeah, so you yeah, so you'd fall in, yeah. I remember, I think it was my first or second ever race, and I and I was looking to my left, and I saw I saw Steve Trindell getting his car, and he's he's crawling in Superman style. I'm like, I would never do that. I could never. I, I barely get in my car with my big door. I would never. I could never do that. It's uh, it's definitely one of the most interesting cars to get in and out of, and everyone has to have their own different style to get in. <laughs> For, for sorry. sorry, go ahead. No, no, go, go. Thankfully, my car came with that door. I love it. It's like it is probably the biggest window get into, and I still struggle to get to get in. Uh, you know, it's really cool to see that. Like, you almost needed Jeff Kells's car. Yeah, pretty much because like, he had the roof flap, right? He had the roof flap. Yeah, and like. Going to the roof, like the roof flat, it's like, 
it's awesome to get in and out, but if you're ever in like a bad, bad wreck and like, oh say yeah, your, say your car's on the side, right? You're now trying to maneuver out this small little hole, <laughs> and like, or wait until you flip back over and then you get out of your hatch. But God forbid anyone ever has to go yeah. on their side or get wrecked that bad. Like you never want to see that. Luckily, I think the last big wreck we had was Patrick at the last race of 2020. I don't think I remember that. Was that? I, I can't. Was that the August race? I think I can't remember if that was the August race that we did because that was the that was a shortened season. You ran one race. Yeah, I ran one because of COVID. I believe it was. Yeah, it was the COVID season. I the yeah. last race. I can't remember if that was like practice or a heat that we did in in October. But Patrick went into three, and I think the throttle hung. Oh. And he he was in the middle of like coming down the track to hit his line and he just shot straight at the track hit the wall in the middle of three and four and like the right front rim the car like i i there's a picture that thompson photography took absolutely incredible shot his entire car was off the ground the rubber was already off the rim like that's probably the hardest hit i've seen for a cvm so far that's yeah that's a definitely nasty nasty hit i'll i'll find that picture i think i got on my phone still yeah send that to me because like i've had a nasty hit but that just sounds like something you never want to do and and unfortunately patrick hasn't been back out since and i don't know what yeah i i hopefully he comes back out i'd like to see the 47 back out again there's a few cars i know the guys still have so guys are listening get get your butts out there yeah I re- actually no, I do remember that. I was at that race. He um his I know he he had to get shoulder surgery. Yep. Because I guess the way he hit, I guess he tweaked his shoulders or something. But uh, and then I think he he's gotta put he had to put a new front and rear clip in, but oh yeah. You never know once you once you slam the wall and once you start pulling more pieces off, it's like, oh this is Ben. This is Ben. Like how much how much more can I do? Exactly. Like it, it was it was so tough. I'm actually I just found the picture. Oh, so the, yeah, so I'm sending it to you right now. I'll check this out. Probably the oh, most, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the September that, race. Yeah, that was that was a bad, bad hit. Like oh, that yeah. was probably pro- probably one of the hardest hits other than uh, I can't remember. I think it was one of the Shaws. They went into the corner of Delaware and the, I guess the leader he blew up so pretty oh, much no. they went in and it was like a skating rink and all you see is Jeff hit the wall and come back down you're like oh you just you watch those videos or you see the photos and you're like how do you take these hits? How do you take the the beatings i mean luckily now with all the safety equipment that you guys have like head and neck restraints the seat belts the seats themselves oh, it's yeah. come a long way since you know since the 50s and 60s when they were literally still wearing the using the family the family seat like yeah oh yeah it's, like it's it's definitely definitely come a long way i know i remember when 
when I first started in the CVM, my dad and grandpa were like, you're getting containment seats, you're getting the Hans, you're getting, you're wearing the socks, the pants and the shirt and the balaclava. Cause they were like, if you get in a serious enough wreck, we want you safe. Like if you ever catch fire, we want you safe. Like we don't want to risk it. Oh, exactly. Like, and it's, and everyone's like, oh, you're probably really hot in it. And it's like, it really isn't that bad. Like it's, it's not, it's not as hot as everyone thinks. Like it's I've, once when you're stopped in the hot race car, that's when different gets, story. But when you're moving, when you're fine. Yeah. yeah. That's why when you'll see me under caution, you'll see my arm out the window. Oh, ex- I'm just trying to get the air in because it, it does get hot. I know. I remember. So Jacqueline, that was Jacqueline's ever first ever race was the September race um, with okay. the club. And yeah. she, she asked me cause she's seen uh, under caution. Everyone puts their hand out the window. She goes, what are they doing that for? And I'm like, "Ah, oh, they're hot. Air that's a race car air conditioning. <laughs> that's yeah. I'm like, that's that race hard. car air conditioning. Then she goes, yeah. I think she saw a mini stock with one of the, like the four inch hoses sticking out the right side. And she oh, goes, yeah. she goes, what's that for? I'm like, that, that's to cool them down. They yeah. put that near their nether regions there. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. like right on the side or something. something but it, like that. You always get the ones that pop your helmet too. Yep. Those are pretty cool. Those are but now they're coming out. You, they're expensive. And when you get wrecked, and if they wreck hard enough and they break, you get mad. Oh, yeah. They're also coming out. They're coming out with these cool suits. I went to PRI oh, three yep. or four years ago, and this little box you you like you you cut, you put somewhere in your car, and essentially you just wear the shirt and the pants, and you're it's like AC. And I'm like, this is not this is where has this been all my life? <laughs> I need that. And now you see almost every weekend the NASCAR guys ha- rock, rocking those suits to keep cool. Oh yeah, and you're you're just looking at that like you know they got like five of those and they're you know they're a couple thousand dollars, they're nothing. (laughs) How so? How how much are they for for a set for a set like that? Really depends. Probably asking for a friend because I know I can't afford it. I'm assuming like with the shirt, the the p the box and the shirt. I'm assuming probably around a thousand or so. I'm I'm assuming. Yeah, I want one, but like. I, I can't. I'm not paying a thousand is, bucks. Is it, is it is it worth it for the for the fifty laps we if run a night? I got my little hand AC. <laughs> I'm good with that. If you need to, just hook up a little two inch hose and just. Here we go. I don't know how, but do make it make oh, a I... make a fitting on the right side so you just hook the hose right up to it, duct tape or zip tie, and then just run it across. Don't sound like Alex. Zip tie everything. <laughs> Well, who was it last night? I was saw um, Tegan Ellis walk walking back oh. to, to her pit from the after the first feature, and yeah. I saw her with a thing of zip ties. And my first question was, "Did you get those from Alex?" Definitely. No, I she think said Alex... it wasn't. Oh no! No, I was shocked. Alex needs a zip tie sponsorship. So if anyone's listening, that has like a million zip ties alex stewart is your guy he goes through like that and i i'm almost tempted to reach out to zip tie like whoever makes zip ties myself you'd be like hey listen 
Yeah. I got a guy who's keeping you in business right now. Let's talk. Yeah. Please, let's let's sponsor this man. <laughs> Just get change oh, the entire man. car to zip tie colors and <laughs> that'd be awesome. That oh, would man. be awesome. Um <sighs> so as we get back into this year, because we kind of went off the rails, which is yeah. nothing wrong. That's usually what yeah, happens on our okay. show here. We tend to do that. <laughs> exactly. We 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 do that all the time here. We'll we'll squirrel it and then just go off. Uh yeah. so getting back into this, so running your first CVM race, learning as you go here, and as, as you guys do as a rookie, what was the what was the biggest transition for you really going from like the arrived go-karts to the go to competitive go-karts to jumping behind the wheel of a CVM? What was the biggest change for you? biggest thing was the speed and learning the breaking points and also getting out of the way for the leaders because you never if you're a rookie and you're gonna get in the way it's like i get it you're just trying to run your line but like at the same time if you if you hear or see the fast guys coming just just pull down a lane let them go and once you once you feel like you're clear just go back up and keep running your line because there's been times where I've, I've personally gotten in the way and I felt terrible, but then I learned from that to be like, okay, I got to keep moving down, moving down. And then finally I just kept going and going and I got my first top 10, I think it was a sixth or a seventh. And I was, I was so happy. It was like a, it was like a feature win for me. And then finally on grandpa's Memorial night, actually, I got my first win and that's why I pointed the flag to this guy. Cause Unfortunately, he he wasn't there to watch, but I know he was out there watching. But I had to, I had to do something for him. Absolutely. And then my second win, that was like, I just kind of I started pulling, I just took off, and I was like, okay, maybe we got something. And then I'm just going in the last corner on the the last lap, and I look behind me, and I'm like, oh, they're starting to come. So I'm like, I better go, and I almost I almost looped it, and I was like. Let's, let's let's not loop this. So I got out. <laughs> like, um, I got. I uh, took the checker. And I was like, okay, that's another win. And now, now we're just looking for a third win. I want. I just want one more. That would. Well, uh, that. You've definitely been competitive this year. Uh, you've made my list a few times, in regards of our little top three little photos we've put up. Uh, I know you made my list. I think two or three times. I think. I think it's been about, I think it's, no, about three times now. Yeah. The first one was, I think it was the first, was it night one or did we get rained out that one? The official night one we <laughs> rained out. Because that was supposed to be yeah. May 6th. Um, yeah. Let me go and back we... here. Because I do a terrible job at posting yeah. to, uh, yeah, there's Easter opening night, feature number one. You got third feature number one. That's right. And, and I think get there sixth in the second one because I started in the back. Yeah. And night number two, you did not make my top three. I wasn't there for that. that yeah, that would have been. I think that was the night you got second because I was waiting for your interview and I didn't see you anywhere and i was like all right i guess i'm not getting an interview tonight yeah i wasn't i haven't been showing up this year it's just it's not because i don't want to be there i just 
I, I got other stuff I need to get done this year. Yeah, you're you're a busy man, and it's understandable, right? Yeah, exactly. And the the best thing is that everyone in the club knows that they respect it. I know they miss a lot of what I do on race day because that's when the like bread and butter really hits is when yeah. that race day content really comes out. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I also want to grow what I got going on. That's it. That's it. Right. You gotta, you gotta look out for yourself first and then look out for other people after, but always exactly. make sure you're okay. And you're okay. And that's, that's the key. And that's but why like, it's... I love, I love working with the club because they're, first of all, y'all treat me like freaking family. Like, from that's the way to see oh absolutely like the from everyone is from even you know the first year i walked in there as as media just covering the class i was like you know john carly was think was was you know i thank him enough i can't thank him enough for allowing me to help out but of course getting to know each and every one of you guys a little bit more and more and it's just like Man, like these, this, like this is actually pretty cool. Like these guys are awesome. Like they've, of course, now I'm I'm banned from having my GoPro in most cars now. But well, you're not banned from my car. You can <laughs> have it in mine. We still need <laughs> to do that. I, we we had a day set up, and I oh, it was the day it rained. We were gonna put your GoPro in my car, and then we all showed up, and then it rained, and then Gary Gary made the announcement. Oh, we're gonna have to cancel this. Was that July 8th? I think so. I think it was July 8th. Have or I? No, put... no, it was opening night. That was, it was opening night. I know it was one time this year that we were going to do it. And I think it was, I think it was opening night because I know it was, it rained. So yeah. it was either night or July 8th. I can't remember now. I swore I put a GoPro in your car for a race. I can't remember. Did you? You might have. I don't remember. I I may have. Now I, you're making me question myself. Now I got to go check the YouTube. No, no, see. you're good. You're good. You're good. No, we can, man. I, we can all. Oh, dude. I, without how easy access I got this, we're we're good. Um. So with with that being said, like, well, I got I'm gonna be out one or two more times this year. So yeah. if if I can't find a video with you in it. You're getting we'll you're getting a you're getting a GoPro in in for a feature this year. Absolutely, I'd love it. Oh, it's it's I so sometimes it's funny because like um oh crap who is it? Ricky Williger does Ricky Williger won't let me have his have the GoPro in his car. Oh really? Yeah. Um, Mike Pod was on the was on the edge of it last night. Um, Jeez. because he so I put my GoPro in the second feature, and with like two laps left there, he pulled off, and my GoPro was in the car. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, you did. His... Was it practice day? Was it practice day? He went in and he slammed the wall, and you got that. You got the video of that. I think it was. No, that was Ricky. Oh, that was Ricky. Okay, that was Ricky. Yeah, I'm just going looking oh. through here. Looks like I made. No, that's some outer stuff. Hank Franks. That's the second feature. No, looks like I haven't gotten one with you yet. All right, so 
put that on the board the next time I'm there. You just get o- drag me drag me over as soon as I show up. Just drag me over and say, "Put a GoPro in here." Put the GoPro in, yeah. <laughs> put it put it in now, and then you don't forget. <laughs> don't forget to turn it on either. I've done that I, a few times. So you, I don't think I caught the, the first. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, he's really. <laughs> I I didn't put the, the uh, sorry. You you missed the first feature because you forgot to turn it on. I forgot to turn it on in Jay's car, and oh, it was the more oh, important gee. one because it was oh, facing God. the front. Oh God! So Jay had two in his car last night, one facing him, and one out the front for both <laughs> features. So. Nice. The first, the first feature, I get back over and I'm looking at it, and I push the button to stop it, and I realize it starts Man. counting down. I'm like, oh, oh no! Did you get the second one? I got the second feature. Did you send me the video? <laughs> I'll send it over. I it's gonna be, this. it's gonna be up this week. It should be up on Joe Media and Promotions sometime this week. So, um, I'm excited. <laughs> I. So, I don't. Can we can we talk about that? What what happened last night? Sorry. Yes. Yes. We can absolutely talk. I okay. So let's set this up here because I didn't catch what happened. I was looking somewhere else so, on the track and <laughs> walk us through what happened because all so, a, a lot of us are are unclear of what happened. So we took the green. And I'm following along and I'm I'm just got down and I was clear. And then Jay just kind of came down. So I checked up. And we it was about a lap or two before. And I was going to the outside and he, he, he kind of braked too soon. So my front wheel hit him and it broke a tie rod. But I was mad that it was lap one or two. I think it was two. He cut across my nose and if he would have spun, I would have hit him, and then it would have been an accordion effect, and a lot of cars would have been jumped. And I don't, I don't want to see cars getting jumped. I was just, I was very, I was very frustrated. I was very mad. But you know, I respect Jay. He's a great racer. I'm not getting wrong. He's, he's getting so much better from when he started to now. He's, he's amazing. Oh yeah. And I want to apologize to him and his team for that on track that was that was not okay that was not right that's all on me i was just i was very angry and i was just was should should have just stayed in the car but that was that was all on me and i apologize on my behalf to all the racers the club his team his sponsors everyone that was that was not good hey you know what we all make mistakes as long as we learn from it and and we can all move forward here. Like like I said, I didn't see what transpired before because when yeah. I, from my angle, I was down in uh three and four. Um mm-hmm. from all I saw was you get kind of come down to the bottom of him, but you were still two car lengths back, and then you just kind of started drifting up. And then that's when yeah. you stopped. And when you got out, we were all kind of like what like yeah. and the, now it makes more sense and we're just like because so, all of us were like what happened so when i hit him i think that well the tie rod and 
pretty much the bolt just like it just snapped like it just yeah. sheared off that's why the wheel was like i'm gonna go this way and the other one was straight yeah <laughs> and i turned hard left because i i wanted to go left and then i i don't know what happened like i slowed down enough but it just like just turned like the one well the one that was broken just turned to the right and i was like okay i guess i'm going this way and i, I looked to my right and i was like okay no one's going so i snuck my way to the top and i was like okay i'm gonna stop here and that's it i'm walking i'm just gonna park it tow it back and that's it okay see so yeah, now that now that puts all the rest of the pieces okay. back together yeah because yeah. i i was i, I talked because you, you kind of lo- you loaded up pretty quick after all the racing was done and, and headed out so i didn't get a chance yeah. to go over and talk to you but when I went yeah, over I and kinda... sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I keep it, interrupting you. I don't it, it's all you. good. So I went over and I we replayed the video like right as you wrecked, or not wrecked, but kind of stopped yeah. the car. Stop, we yeah. were all very confused because even even Jay and and all of them were confused, but they they were uh, filming the race, and they played it back, and I'm like, I, I it didn't make any sense, and so hopefully, yeah. Pedal Power puts up the second feature. I know they put up feature one. Hopefully, they put up the second well, feature so we can see more. Okay. Yeah, just kind of the wheel kept going like that, and I, I couldn't keep going. But I kind of just – I loaded up because I was like, okay, like, I just want to get loaded up. I want to get get home early yep. and just just go through the thought process. Like, I, I sat on my bed for probably about 45 minutes or an hour thinking about – you know, I gotta. I'm gonna go talk to Jay next week or two two weeks because I go off next week. Yep. And just we're not back till August fifth. Yes. And I'm just gonna talk to him, tell him what happened, tell him how I feel, and like, I don't, I don't, I don't want him to think I'm mad at him. I don't want. It was just the heat of the moment. Like, like I said, I apologize on my behalf. If Jay, if Jay listens, like, I'm not sure if he if he does or not. I hope he does. And I hope he hears the apology. If not, I'll tell Jay to listen to this. So, yeah, perfect. Yeah, I I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, like it's it, it's unfortunate. It's uh, yeah. it, it was it was a shitty deal. It was, it happens. You know, we let our emotions get the best of us, and and, but you know, good on you though for realizing that and taking a step back and. You know, we got a couple of weeks off for you to think about it. And if you talk beforehand, you talk beforehand. And then if yeah, not, well, guess what? You you got August 5th to talk about it. Cause yeah. as as we've said before, uh talking about uh, talking about this club, you're not loading up this car and going to a different track. No, you you're not. You you got one series, one club, and, and that's it. If if and you want to race with these guys, you gotta go down to the States. It's either so, Michigan. Michigan's got theirs, but you got to run the Hoosiers. You got to run a quick change. You got to yeah. change it. A lot of things over to go around with them. And then it's that trike of wherever you live, you're going all the way to Michigan to go all the way back. It's yep. my dad was telling when they used to run, cause they'd run 45 nights a year. Exactly. Like, yeah. We used to go to Michigan. And I'm like, I would be sleeping halfway home. <laughs> I would never be able to do that drive. <laughs> I uh, I definitely talked to 
So I've talked to John Carlin. I've talked to a few guys who've, who've raced in the club and they always, the, one of the funniest things they've told me is uh, they did a, what is it? They changed, they clean, they fit, they redid a transmission in the hotel bathroom. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they're, they're crazy. So I don't remember what driver that was, but essentially it, they blew their transmission, went to the junkyard, they picked one up and they had, I guess it was like, it was just, it was either rusted or, or something was wrong with it. <laughs> and they just put it in the sink, got the oil going, started cleaning it. And you're like, you're, you're in a hotel bathroom. <laughs> Someone else is going to, it's going to use this. It's like, why? It's like, dude in the parking lot, man. <laughs> but oh, man. then again, that was back in the days of, you didn't have these nice enclosed trailers. You had the open trailers going down the highway, everyone looking at your car. Like, as much as I love the enclosed for when it's really hot and sunny, you get the shade. I loved taking my car everywhere on an open trailer and let, just just seeing all the smiles and people taking photos. It's 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 just awesome because you don't you don't get to see it much you may see a couple pure stocks or or in cam's case you'll see the sprint car but you don't you don't really see many people showing up on open trailers like you got mike pod and yeah. Ian. they 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 come on open trailers but really other than that no one no one comes on an open trailer anymore and it's i don't want to say it's a shame because the enclosures are nice you can store more, more stuff but at the same time if you just got racing stickers on, people are just gonna look at it being like, "Oh, it's just just another trailer." But so it's did did you see the twenty six mini stock trailer? Twenty six well, mini stock right outside the so. pit. So I walked by it last night and I looked at it. And I'm like, "That's a cool design," but at the same time, like I'm really sketchy oh. because I know the it's got the vinyl siding I that you can roll up. Big ramp truck, yeah. Yeah, you saw I, that. And I was like, "You just look at that." They, you're like, "I know how much weight those things should only be able to take." And that think I think that car is pushing it. Yeah, yeah. Because you you look at it and you're like, "I don't I don't know if this is going to be MTO legal or not." But well, let's let's push the limits. So. Misca trailer. I used to work for Misca trailers. They do make trailers like that, but they're not necessarily made for car for cars because yeah, like of because there's no axle running across the bottom like your standard uh trailer you have. I gotcha. It, I got it. all everything for it has to be within that frame or within where they're um where the wheel is, so that way obviously it can drop down. Yes. Yes. So, so it's been. For for like an ATV or or something like an ATV kind of stuff like that, yeah, something that's not a whole lot of weight, but you can set it down and lift it back up. Mm-hmm. But for like sure. we we use that like um, people use it for like Home Depot has tons of them. Actually, we did a whole yeah. order for for Home Depot so that you can load and unload equipment pretty easily. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I looked at it, I'm like, I love it. Don't know how I feel about the but design, it, but just because I know how much those things should only be able to hold to tow. 
and you you pray that he's got a short drive and not like he's coming from Kitchener, Guelph, or oh, if he's coming from where? Well, he's sponsored from Stewart's Equipment, so he may be up by the Aaronway. Okay, so I I haven't caught the name of where he's from. Maybe I need to go check his bio on FlamingBrosBeeway.ca here soon. And see if they put, see if they have his bio up there. See where he's from. But uh, I talked to him quickly last night. But yeah, he's uh, yeah, I I love the open trailers. I, I but I think if you give an enclosed trailer a specific look, it will turn yeah. heads. Oh, for sure. So like today, like to well, to be fair, anytime I see a damn hauler, it's just I'm always it's curious. I'm hoping so. Yeah. Like today, we we passed a look like a stacker trailer, mm. and it was uh, it had a you know big big motor coach on it, and looked oh, like yeah. a stacker trailer on the backside, all white, beautiful, clean. And I'm like, yeah, I really hope there's a race car in there. Yeah, but it was all it white. Was... It it there, no <laughs> no no stickers, no nothing, just no number, nothing. nothing. <laughs> so I don't know what it's what it raced, what it was. It was so speaking of something like that, we're so we went to the States on Friday and we're coming, we're just coming down to the border. And I saw this nice sprint car hauler. And my girlfriend's like, That's a nice hauler. I'm like, I bet you there's a sprint car in there. <laughs> She's like, How do you know? I was like, Well, judging by everything at a Schwiegen on Million Dollar Row, that line's right up, right, right next to it. What color was it? White. White? <laughs> Just white. <laughs> With no numbers. Huh, I wonder if it's the same one I saw today. It might have been. It might have been. But yeah, no, it was... It, it, I, I lo- But like, if you have an enclosed trailer and it's just a standard enclosed trailer, I feel like if you take a... Get a couple extra sponsors to help fund the wrap for oh. it, you can yeah. really make it a head turner to help people come to the track. Cause you're right. If you show up, if you're just driving around with a white or black or gray, whatever color you got enclosed trailer and you, it has no, no decals, no nothing. I, you could be the gardener up the road for all we know. Yeah, that's it. Right. Like I got stickers on the back of my truck, but like I got nothing on the trailer. So I've been trying to get dad to, to do a little wrap or something on the trailer, but at least the back door it hasn't worked yet. Yes. At the bottom, put follow us to Flamborough Speedway. That'd be awesome. That's what I want to build. I want to, like, if I ever have, if I ever end up in this racing world and have a car and I get it, have a trailer that's an enclosed or even an open trailer, I'm putting up a dang sign that says, um, follow us to Flamborough or wherever we're going. I'd have different banners if I'm traveling or whatever, but there would be banners on the back that said, follow us to X racetrack. Oh, for sure. Like, I've always thought about doing like our schedule on the back. Oh, that's kind of cool. Be cool, like right. You just get all the dates. Put you down because we know our schedule in January. So like you have enough time, yeah. I thought I think that'd be kind of cool. Like on the side, I'd do like the you know the stickers that Dad just did. Yep, I'd put that on the side. That would be that'd be cool. Oh yeah. That's what that's what we need to see. Like we, when we like, I talk a lot about branding because 
from from myself to obviously I try to promote a lot of race car drivers. The one thing I want to mm. see is more exposure. If you have oh, an open wheel, sure. you're already doing a hell of a lot of job than a guy who has an enclosed and there's no stickers on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're doing yeah. more exposure for yourself than the guy who's an enclosed. Yeah. Because everyone sees your car. In exactly. Car, nothing. You don't you don't get anything. And like I'm I've always thought of it I've ideas of like, you know, in Oakville they have it's it's called Midnight Madness. I've always I've always thought about bringing my car down there, signing autographs, or I've always thought about all these things of like, okay, how can we get short track racing in Ontario, like Pineville Speedway, Sunset, you know, well, I can't race, well, Delaware, but Delaware, they come in 45 pure stocks, like they're, you know, they're, you know, we need to save these short tracks, we need, we need to bring in more fans, like, I understand that everyone's got to make the money and right. But like, we got to just, we got to figure something out. Like maybe do like Peter Rowe does. Peter Rowe's got the Toonie two, like Toonie night or yeah, a family of cars, you know, for 45 bucks, do, do something like that. Cause if you do that, say a Toonie night, you're going to bring your kids or you're going to bring, you know, your wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, they might enjoy it and they're like, okay, let's keep coming. Let's come back next week. Yep. And then they'll bring their friends and then those friends will just, they'll keep coming. Right. And that's, that's what we, we as a club, we as all drivers, all tracks, we all gotta, we all gotta figure something out to do, to do these things. Like, oh yeah. Like, like I mentioned, look at Pubro. They did that tune night and they had, people wind up at the gate ready to like ready to go oh, right yeah. but you got to be there early yeah. for a night like that yeah because you like, can't be late or they do the free admission yeah we we went opening right. night for for when it was fan appreciation and they did um it was free entry jack and i still yeah. went pit side so it wasn't free for us but hey uh the the yeah. like i took a picture of the crowd i'm like this is what i love to see exactly and if if we can get more tracks on you know like on board with that they would be we'd have the pack the pack crowds like back in the day oh yeah like i know i know a lot of people aren't going out now because you know everything's so expensive but like if we could do do like a free night or a tuning night that that would put a big picture in racing because oh yeah if it's a tuning night and i know a lot of drivers some some like it some may not but like when you're going out on track and you you just look to the right and you see all these fans you looking at that being like there's a kid out there wishing and dreaming he or she could be racing that was me that's that's it, right? That's like, all of us at one point. It's it is. I I grew up on going to court the speedway uh, with um, with my father and my grandfather. My dad would pick me up from school at twelve o'clock every Friday, and every, all the the principal always said, "Where are you going?" And I always said, "I'm going to the races." And we get up there, and you just like it's just an it's just an atmosphere. Oh yeah, 
Like I, I, I miss Gorda. I was thankful I got to race once, once there, and then it was it was just such a big track, and you're like, why can we not have this track again? But I know it's, I... it's just it's a real shame because like th- that track has so much potential. Like yeah, I get it. It's it's a far drive. But like, it was like it was just one of the the best tracks I've ever driven on, and I love every every track in Ontario. I love it all. You know, and I would I've never got a chance to watch a race at Kawartha, which is unfortunate. But I thankfully to some guys on YouTube, they've been able to provide us with. An opportunity to watch the races, such as like the cast car races or the NASCAR panties or um, panty series races from there, and at least that way, one, it lives on in in yeah. eternity because we're going to be able to watch it continuously. But two, it get like hell. I never knew cast car race Peterborough, but guess what? There's a video on YouTube that proves it. Yeah, there's a video cast car race everywhere. Oh yeah, they. Run everywhere. I can't remember where I was, but I ran. I ran into someone, and they started talking about Cascar, and I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I know, I know Cascar," and they're like, "Oh, they used to race everywhere. Like they were." I can't remember where it was. I think it was it was somewhere in the states, but I can't remember where. And they were like, "Yeah, I I remember the Cascar days," and it's like, "It's just, you're my kind of folk." You think about that, and you're like. You should. You, do you know the vintage mods? Like, do you know like all these names? And you start talking. You say all these names. You're like, I know. I know most of those people. And it's it's just it's cool that you know, our racing in Ontario is getting down like down south, which, you know, unfortunately, Castle, like that was, that was a great track, and I and I I miss it. I got. I was one of the first two people to drive on that track with a yep. car modified out there and that that track brought the attention to a lot of american people and it just it's it's a shame that's not out but like it's when someone's got to save it i'm hoping that you know we're able to or someone's able to come in either purchase it and reopen it or what like i finally got a chance to stop by here just uh, a couple months ago here and you know it, I, I such a beautiful looking facility you know they oh. put they put a lot of work in and you know what you, the fact that you were one of the first couple guys to really try it out i remember when those mm-hmm. pictures and videos came out of that and i was like how like that is that, to me like that was just a badass moment Oh yeah, there was the second second layer of concrete that got poured down. It was there was no infield wall. There was no, you know, there was. I was like, if I'm gonna loop this, I'm gonna be going into either a dirt pile or the <laughs> pond. <laughs> but I didn't loop it, so I was I was I was happy with that. Absolutely, I you know I completely forgot, and thankfully you brought it up because. Uh, the the fact that you were able to get to drive that is just, mm-hmm. you know, you you 
that's not something many people can get to say is that you got to drive on the repave before it was even a racetrack again. Yeah, and it's in one of the cars, like the the, the asphalt modifieds. Those are some. I don't want to say some things you never see up here because you do with the Oscar, but you don't get the the big it's, 15 inch tires. You don't get the 358. You don't, you know, you don't get all that. And it's you get the re with those cars. You understand why they're called ground pounders or yeah, ground shakers those, or whatever you want to co- go by. But those are the ground pounders. I remember my first ever race. We were at land. Was it? Yeah, it was Lancaster Speedway. And my dad's like, these are these are the ground pounders. Like, you're going to feel it. And I remember sitting in those stands, and they took the green, they did their shift, and they were gone. And I was like, my eyes lit up, and I was like, I'm in love with these cars. Where, where do I sign up? Right? It's, it's, oh, every year when I go to Florida, I always go to at least – two to three days to watch the modifieds and the rest of my the big track yeah there's one race i haven't been able to cross off the bucket list yet but i want to go because it's either i go to new Smyrna or i go to the big track of the trucks and it's the richie evans memorial race because richie evans was he him and jerry cook it was they used to play cat and mouse i don't know if you ever heard of those oh yeah they on for points, but they lived in town over. So Jerry would send one car to another track, and then Richie would follow him. So then Jerry went to the one paying more points, and then Richie would do the same. And it was just – it was cool because I got a tour of uh, Roche – or it was I think it was Roche, and that's where Jerry worked. And I, I chatted to him up for like at least an hour. The lady that gave us the tour, she was in shock. She was like – how do you know this much? And I was like, because you just, they're just the two modifiers you think of. Like you got Doug Kobe, you got Ted Christopher, you got Mike Stefanik, you got all these drivers that they, they never got the opportunity to go to NASCAR because they love the mod so much and they made the name for themselves. And it's, it's just so awesome to just, you know, to just watch them because you, you watch them and they race with respect. They don't, they don't beat, well, they'll beat and bang, but they won't intentionally put someone on the wall. They won't, you know, whereas a pro eight, you're going in and you're a fender a night or you're a rear clip a night. And it's, it's sad to see stuff like that right because you you look at the two classes and you're like they're both equally amazing and then you just get the guys that go out wreck each other and then you get the guys that race with respect and that's that's how you can tell who who actually will race clean and who will race you better is people that don't wreck each other you're absolutely right um i want to keep i want i i saw that i want to stay here but i want to kind of keep moving a little bit because you you're i i want i'm gonna get you to come back because i feel like there's I'm, a lot more we're gonna need to talk about um i'm all for this i'm all for this <laughs> i know it, you, it's been a lot of fun having you tonight um 
before we let you go, of course, you saw earlier today, we put out that you were joining us tonight on the program, and we have a few fan questions for you to answer. Are you ready to answer them? I know what Alex's is, and yeah, I would love to race a bone stock or a mini <laughs> stock or pro weight, but like we'll, we'll stick to the bone stocks for now. So uh, the first question up here, Alex Sears, how many cheeseburgers would it take to buy your CVM? I think I did the math. I think it was, you did do the math. I was shocked. I think it was like twelve or thirteen hundred cheeseburgers. I had to price it out. I was like, <laughs> my girlfriend got me a cheeseburger last night. I was like, how much was it? She's like, I don't remember. I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm just gonna say the ten bucks and call it a day. And I was like, I had to do this math, or it would have bothered me the whole time. Uh, and of course, you know you. If you got a chance to, you would drive a bone stock. Uh, Cam Thompson, why won't you let me drive the CVM? Scared I'll go faster. Oh, <laughs> it's just I don't want to. I don't want you to go out and potentially wreck and get hurt because then I would feel so bad that knowing that you got in my car and either you know, yeah, you you probably wouldn't wreck, but like there's a chance that if you went in the car and you wrecked, I would feel. I would feel terrible. I would feel guilty. I would just, I, I probably wouldn't even, I'd be like, I, I'm done. I, I, I just, I'm more worried about my safety and everyone else's safety that I would never want to see anyone get in a car and go out and wreck and get injured because look at Kevin Swindell, for instance, when he ran Knoxville, he got in that bad wreck that, I don't think it was his car. It was a 71 Indy Raceway parts, and he hit the wall, and he did the flip, and he, he just landed. I, I He landed awkwardly, and now he unfortunately can't walk, which is – it's it's sad because he, he had such a great career, and it would have been even – it would have been amazing to see how how much further he would have gone, but I I don't know. It's just it's stuff like that that just kind of scares me. In a case like I'd love to see more people get get into racing, but like I'm just I'd be so scared for someone to hop into CVM and potentially wreck. Absolutely. Um, Brady Cox goes. How many burgers to get an autograph? I said one because he's my favorite. <laughs> and then uh, we got one from Instagram here. William underscore Trillium. What has been the biggest moment of your career? Oh, biggest moment of my career. That's a, that's a interesting one. Biggest moment would probably be when I won my grand, my grandfather's Memorial night with the CVM. And then running a Shregan last year for Wade, that was that was a pretty special moment to get to get the call from Wade saying, I want you to race is it's pretty special. Uh I got I got another fan question, but it's not it's not on my list and it was not submitted. This is from myself personally. Yes. Where did the nickname Cheeseburger come from? So, I guess the story comes out. <laughs> so, I was crewing for Wade one day, and I 
it was what it was during COVID, so like we had to be there like eight AM and we had to, you know, had to yeah. pretty much stay till ten or eleven. And I didn't eat that day because I, I woke up late, so I I had to get to the track and I had a cheeseburger for lunch and I had one I had like two or three throughout the day. And every time he'd look at me, he'd just he'd be like, You have a cheeseburger in your hand and I was like, Oh, I'm hungry. And he's like, I'm gonna start calling cheeseburger Phil and I was like, Let's let's keep going with this nickname. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll gladly take it. And then that's that's how it started was Wade Wade saying cheeseburger Phil. Now that's that's it. I got uh I got the nickname cheeseburger. I was gonna say because I even on your uh, dirt mini stock you have that. Uh, I got the you, flying you, cheeseburger. I got cheeseburger Phil, and it was uh, it was just a little cheeseburger. And he's pretty much got like the wind next to him, so we call it the flying cheeseburger. Oh boy! Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely an interesting nickname, but it was it's awesome. Oh man. Well, that wraps up our fan question period. Of course, we want to thank Taylor to you media and design for sponsoring that segment of the show. And of course we've got to thank Jeremy for answering those questions for us this week. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, like I said, we're going to get you back on at a later date because Absolutely. one, we still need to do a thorn racing one, which I know you're a part of that. Yeah. We were supposed to do that. I think that oh that was back in March I think and we just kind of were like busy getting Ashton's car ready, busy getting like the three cars ready to go and then we we're like we were supposed to do this tonight. I didn't hear from thing. anyone and I was like I need to find a guest for tonight. Yeah, I think that was at the weekend. Oh no, it was practice weekend at a Schwiegen. Both cars blew up. It was Friday night. We changed. We pulled my engine. We pulled, I think it was Wade Wade's engine out. It was one thirty in the morning, and I'm like, "You text me." He's like, "You good for Sunday?" And I was like, "I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I can't <laughs> answer this right now." I was like, "I need some sleep." Hey, it, it will, honestly it happens, man. We uh, we will definitely do this. Oh yeah, I'm thinking maybe think, we'll wait till the off season though, so that way we can group everyone and no one's stressed about race cars. You know what the next podcast should be? I think we need one with me, Brady, Cam, and Alex. I think we need that. So they have can your explain, own show. So that they can explain why they're banned from a cart track in Hamilton. <laughs> I've heard think- I've heard stories. And I think it'd be a great story for them to kind of all of them together. Let's just say Brady was like on his side and his shoe passed him. And then That's... the rest is the rest they can tell. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Before we let you go though, we are going to give you the yeah. next few minutes here to talk, to thank everyone and everyone from a dog you had when you're two to your latest cat that I just uh, saw come up on the screen a little while ago. Oh, moon. <laughs> Yeah, she was starting to bite the cord, so I had to pick oh, her geez. up. I don't but yeah, know where she is. You you got the next away. few minutes to thank everyone and everyone you want, your sponsors, your family, everyone, man. Well, I first off I gotta thank my mom and dad for supporting me from the start. I know we we tend to 
struggle a little bit and like we're getting better but like without their support i wouldn't i wouldn't be racing and then well my two grandparents unfortunately they aren't with us anymore they're the reason that i am racing the cvm without without them i wouldn't i wouldn't be racing and then my brother uh, my girlfriend and all like well alex cam and brady for telling me to to come out and race more and then i gotta say thanks lisa for doing all your hard work at the track because i know she'd get mad if i didn't say thank you um i gotta thank uh speedy auto service burlington b square decals uh trailers by jim bray oakville trailers racing stuff by ron easton i don't that's that's really all i gotta thank right now i don't know i need more sponsors but i just i don't know how to i'm not really a talkative guy when it comes to sponsorships and then also my new crew guy ryan he, he's a good guy he doesn't know much, but he's a good guy. Well, if you need any help uh, finding some sponsors, let me know. I'll I'll help you out any way I can. And uh, if you need some help with a proposal or something, or uh, even a video, you can send out to them. Let's uh, let's talk afterwards. Yeah, let's so, let's get a chat that going because that'd be appreciated. Absolutely. Uh, so just stay on after we hang up here, kind of deal, and I'll. We'll we'll talk a little bit more, okay? Um, All right. So that's going to wrap up our conversation with Jeremy Barton this week. Jeremy, where can we catch you next time on track? Flamborough Speedway, August 5th, I believe, or 6th. One of the two. August 5th, that's where I'll be. But I'll probably be at Ashwigan on Friday and maybe Flamborough Saturday. I got to see what the plans are. All right. They'll always see me at a track. Uh, is there anywhere they can find you on social media so that way they can keep up with your racing ventures? Um, just my Facebook page. Uh, we have Bart Motorsports. If you follow me along on Instagram, it's Bart's thirty five. I post some racing stuff on there, and that's really that's really about all I post on is Instagram and Facebook for racing. But if you're more than welcome to. Give me a follow. You're more than welcome to tag along with this adventure and see where see where this ends up. Perfect. Well, Jeremy, we want to thank you for joining us this week on the True North Reason Podcast, and you have yourself a good night, all right? Thank you. You as well. And we're back from our conversation that we just uh, finished up with Jeremy Barton. We we wish or we thank Jeremy for joining us this week on the podcast, and uh, make sure you guys go out there and check him out. You guys can find him, uh, like you said, on Bart's 35, and Jeremy Barton on uh on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, yeah, we had a nice little talk even afterwards. It was great chatting with him more some more, and uh, hopefully we got some things worked out and we can uh, help him land some more sponsorship and really help him take off his racing career. Um, I, I his again, this feels so weird just doing it by myself this week. So there's not too much else I need to say or add tonight, but. Uh, yeah, make sure you guys uh, stay tuned to the True North Racing Podcast through Joe Media and Promotion social media channels. You guys, you guys can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, as well as at jomomedia.ca. While you're there, you guys can also check out all our drivers. Check out uh, our merch store. We got apparel still, guys. So if uh, you're looking for something to help support the 
so help support Joe Media Promotions in the True North Jersey podcast. You guys can find it there. Message, reach out to us. Um, yeah, find our list of drivers. You guys can see everyone from BT Racing all the way. I think our last driver we got is Victoria McLennan down at number 89. So we got a bunch of drivers there. Go take a look. Uh, find out what uh, where they're racing. A lot of their schedules are updated. I haven't been I've been really bad this the the, the last little few weeks here of trying to get uh stuff put up on up on their personal up on the pages I've created for them. But hopefully that gets cleared up here in the next little bit. Uh but yeah, you guys can find make sure you guys stay tuned. Uh we got next we got a great show next week. I'm excited to have them. Uh we'll be joined by the Southern Ontario Dirt Show. Yeah, that's good. We're gonna have another podcast crossover here. We're gonna learn more about uh Jonathan Howe and Travis Cunningham. I can't wait for it. I know Megan's itching to get back and back to this. So we can have a great conversation with them next week. But uh until then, make sure, like I said, make sure you guys follow us on all social media platforms. We got a lot of cool things happening this week, so uh stay tuned. But uh for but thank you guys for checking us out for listening. Make sure you guys like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh you guys yeah if you guys like us make sure you guys share it please just it's one little click down at the bottom there share it put it up on facebook instagram whatever uh help us sell help us grow the show um we love what we're doing and we hope uh, uh you guys like what you guys are hearing as well as make sure if you guys would like to be if you're a racer car driver and you guys are watching this and you would like to be a guest on the show please feel free to reach out to us you guys can comment message us uh on facebook instagram tiktok uh you can also message us through joemedia.ca through our contact page at the bottom of the home of the, of the home page um and that's how carter nickel got on the show last week is because they reached out to us through um through the website so that's awesome but uh yeah make sure you guys stay tuned as always and uh, we'll see you guys next week bye now by, hey, true north racing let's go